You're live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We've got a great show for you this morning. Going to be uh, talking with a, a really cool startup uh, out of Montreal that uh, is developing smart clothing that uh, connects with your smartphone. I'm uh, fascinated to talk to uh, this gentleman to see what that's all about. So not only for uh, normal people like us, but for astronauts uh, as well. Cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. Like, you know, wearable technology is one of the biggest trends in tech right now. And here's a Canadian startup doing something really cool there. The biometric sensors are being sewn right into the fabric of their clothing. So you just have to wear a shirt and then you're going to get all this data into your smartphone. It's going to be an interesting discussion with him. Now my shirt will know how unhealthy I really am. <laughs> yes. Thank God. Uh, big launch uh, this week, uh, Andy. Windows 10 uh, finally uh, launched... Uh, July 29th, I believe that was a Wednesday. Uh, you know, if you are running Windows 7 or Windows 8 or 8.1, you'll notice a little Windows icon in the bottom right-hand system tray. That gives you all the information you need to uh, upgrade. And uh, in this particular case, free, first time for Windows. For one year. For one year. For one year. We'll see what happens after that. But uh, it's, uh, it's the new way to go. I mean, obviously very competitive in the computing space. Now, when we talk computing space, not just laptops and desktop computers, but mobile phones, tablets. And most of those devices out there uh, have free operating systems. Google is giving away their Android operating system. Uh, Apple, basically, uh, you know, you get the operating system with the device you buy and you get the free upgrades all the time. So... Um, you know, I think it was only a matter of time before Microsoft with Windows had to go that way. Operating systems are really ecosystems now, Mike, and you would want users to work in your ecosystem because from there you can create platforms to, to monetize from it. So for apps, you can entice app developers if you have a lot of people using Microsoft Windows 10. But Microsoft has a history. If you look back from the, when Windows first came out, they've had a history of having bad launches for Windows. Like in recent memory, Windows Vista, which came out around 2007, horrible. It was a horrible operating system. It took so much computing power just to run the operating system of your computer. And you might remember that because you had a Dell. And we both had the same laptop. Yes. And it came Beautiful with machine. Beautiful machine. Yeah, powerful machine. But it was so slow because of Vista. And I couldn't figure out for the longest time what is wrong with this computer. And then I looked into it and saw so much processing power it was using just almost half of the entire computer was being used to run vista and that's why windows 7 came out really quickly which was great it was a great operating i love system. windows 7 great operating system then windows 8 came out yeah and that you know that was interesting because um you know i, I think it had some good ideas in it but i think it was too far too fast uh, microsoft was trying to adapt to the you know the touch world the tablet world uh you know laptops were going touchscreen uh, as well but it was a completely completely different interface and it tried to do too many things in in one i guess little operating system they tried to make it touch friendly but that didn't do so well for people that didn't have touch screens so they have all these square tiles on there and for hundreds of millions of people who are used to the desktop with the the start menu yes i think it was too jarring of a change well the thing was if you were a longtime windows user you couldn't use that that knowledge, that experience in Windows 8. It didn't help you. Like, everything was different. I know. It, it, it wasn't intuitive. I know they said it was intuitive, but it wasn't. I, I tried it uh, many times, and I still can't find everything. Yes. And so, like you mentioned, in Windows 10, the start menu is back. If, it, if Microsoft had their way, I don't think they would have put it in, obviously, because it, it wasn't in Windows 8. 
But that's what people wanted. They wanted a place, a central place to navigate into Windows because that's what they were used to ever since the days of XP. And so now that they brought that back, I think for people that have Windows 8, and we've heard people on this show call us all the time saying, I want a Windows 7 computer, but you couldn't get it. You had to get a Windows 8. If you have Windows 8 8.1 and you like the start menu and that old Windows, definitely upgrade. But right now you have to reserve it on that little icon that you yeah. were mentioning. And then you get notified when it's available for download. You've tried it out. What do you think? I'm, I love it. Yeah. I haven't used Windows at home for about two years because of Windows 8. All my computers are still on Windows 7. Believe it or not, I have one on XP still as well. <laughs> You're hilarious. I just I lo- really love that, that <laughs> software or that operating system. It's getting a little long in the tooth there, my friend. It's 15 years old, yeah. yeah. Um, but Windows 10 is great. I've been using it a lot. I've been jumping into the settings, and it's familiar. It's like I can use that knowledge I've had from Windows 7 into Windows 10. And if, if I would recommend a lot of people with Windows 8 to upgrade. If you have Windows 7, you don't need to upgrade right now. Maybe, maybe later on in the year as more updates come to the Windows platform because it's probably going to be a little bit buggy coming out of the gate. But there will be updates. I'm tempted. I've got Windows 7 on a few machines at home. I'm actually tempted to, to put a few over to Windows 10. At least one. Yep. I think at least one. Yeah. But there's that old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> And if everything's working, I know we're fine. tech show, Annie. We're, I, I, we're I pushing the future. Well, I know. I've taken uh, one laptop that I use at at, at our office yeah. all the time to screen record stuff that we're going to show, like a how to video. Well, I had to upgrade that to Windows 10, and I was very, very nervous. How'd it go? Uh, good. And you know why I did it? You can revert back if you don't like the experience. You there is a way to go back. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I should do this, and so I did that. I contacted the software company that that I used to do the screen recordings, and they said, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry. Just upgrade. And so, so far, so good. Well, it's interesting. Uh, they're saying that this is going to be the last operating yes. system from Microsoft. It's going to be Windows 10, and once you've got it installed, they're just going to keep sending you updates and patches and new features. It'll just be automatically updated to your, your computer. So it basically ends at 10. What started, I think it was Windows 3, that, that was really when I first started to use it. It was yeah. 3.14. That was the exact update when I got my first. You know, it's amazing. I still remember this. What operating system was on the first computer I bought? That was crazy. Windows 3.1. I remember that. It was like on top of DOS. Yes. That was. And it came with all the disks, like 20 of them that you would have to install on the, the floppy disks. <laughs> you remember that? Yes, I do. I remember this. <laughs> Installing one floppy disk after. Insert disk three. Yes. Insert disk four. Yes. That took for freaking ever. Yeah, I remember that. So it's See, funny. The like, kids don't know this. No, the kids the don't know The hard times we had to go through. Well, I, I don't now even Now Windows have, 10 just gets automatically updated. Like, I can't operate DOS anymore. I don't remember the commands. Like, it was only like three or four commands I can remember just because I, I used it on uh, Windows 7 yeah. in the prompt. But uh, yeah, it's the end. We went from that Windows 3 time coming out of DOS, and now we're going to end at 10. And it's basically just going to be incremental updates to that, that operating system. So thumbs up for you. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I have to give a thumbs up to it as well, to be honest. Um, you know, if you are running Windows 8 or 8.1, definitely. Yes. Definitely. Uh, I think you'll find it much more familiar. It's got some great features uh, built into it. Uh, Windows 7, um, I'm going to try. I'm going to try it on a few machines as mm-hmm. well, updating it. Uh, at least if, if you at least register to get the update because you're going to have to wait a little time. I don't know how long it takes because Microsoft sent me a USB stick with it on it. Yeah. So I was using that. I registered of... ahead of time, and I just got my notification yesterday. Yesterday. That so, it's ready to go. So whether you're on the fence or not, you should at least register to get the new copy. Yeah. Because it does take time once you make that decision. 
We've got lots more to talk about in today's show. You are listening to Get Connected. Later on, of course, we'll be going open line. We're going to be giving away uh, uh, some prizes along the way to lucky callers, which will uh, always be a lot of fun. Also, App of the Week with Christina later on in the program. After this break, wearable technology shirts that can tell you how you're doing to your smartphone. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo with Andy Barrar. Got lots more to talk about on today's show. We'll be going open line uh, after the next break. We'll also be uh, talking about Facebook. They're building planes, drones. Drones, not planes. <laughs> Crazy stuff. And we'll uh, be hearing App of the Week from Christina as well. Andy, the, uh, the contest this week. Well, it is nice outside, so we're going to give away the Mino Shoe Life Tracker. This is a little device that you put on the bottom of your soles of your shoes, and it can analyze the pressure each time that you're taking steps and tell you when your shoes and your soles have run out and when you need to replace them. It's all tech. I replace my shoes when there's like a hole in them. Well, yes, but you could have shoes that look in good condition but have lost their the compression. You can so this get. would be good for like people that use like running shoes and stuff. So running shoes. Because they might look like they're in good condition, but yeah. maybe the... The soles, especially the if souls. they use it indoors. Yeah. Um, all you got to do is go to our website to check it out. You have to see what it looks like. GetConnectedMedia.com for your chance to win the Mino Shoe Life Tracker. And our other contest, the uh, one-year subscription to Adobe Creative Cloud. This is a big contest. That one's open as well. So you want to go check that out on our website, GetConnectedMedia.com. Well, we've been talking a lot about wearable technology, things like Apple Watches and the bands like Fitbits to measure your health. Well, we're starting to see more and more of these technologies built into fabrics, clothing as well. On the line uh, right now, we've uh, got uh, our guest uh, out of Montreal, pierre Alexandre Fournier. Thanks for joining us today. Hello. Well, thanks for having me. So uh, you are behind the Exoskin, and this is a, uh, a wearable shirt that has... Uh, uh, I guess all sorts of great technology built into it. Can you explain to our listeners how it works? Well, yes, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Exoskin. Uh, it's a Canadian company that does smart clothing for uh, sports training and sleep tracking. So basically, if you've worked with a heart rate monitor for training before, uh, well, you know how it works, except that this time, instead of being a, a strap, a stick strap, it's a, it's a shirt. You just have to put on the shirt and you download the app, the free app that goes on your phone, uh, iOS or Android, and you can use the shirt to uh, assess your training load, so ma- making sure you're training optimally, optimally and uh, make sure you, you recover at the right pace and you're ready for competitions. This is quite amazing because, you know, I've, I've seen this technology develop over the past, you know, 15 years. Before, you know, when you wanted to measure heart rate and things like that, you'd have like a band around you, and there's all sorts of wires, <laughs> you know, going into a computer. But that's, that's not right. the case anymore. No, not at all. So in, in, the, in the Hexoskin shirt, you have uh, heart rate sensors, uh, you have breathing sensors, and you have movement sensors. So it's a complete physiology monitoring solution, and it's, it's all inside the shirt, so it's, it's really easy to use. And does it go into like a little pack or something and then broadcast that out to the phone? Yes, yeah, so... Um, People usually have more than one shirt. There's a small recording device that's about the size of, ma- of a matchbox that connects to the shirt. And the shirts are machine washable. And this little device uh, that connects to the shirt connects uh, via Bluetooth with your smartphone uh, so that you can watch your stats in real time, either on your phone or on your Apple Watch. 
Pierre, I'm wearing a, a wearable one right now, a wrist strap that measures your heart rate, and I have to power this every couple of days. How is this shirt powered? Well, the shirt has enough power to last throughout the day, so it's about 14 hours or throughout the night. You can use it for sleep tracking, too. Uh, and we, we uh, give you re- sleep reports, advanced analysis of how you sleep, uh, how much it doesn't turn, how long you sleep, and how well you sleep. Uh, so it's a, the battery is made to last for uh, either the, the whole day or the, the whole night. Oh, now I have but to it remember to, in 90 minutes. Now I have to remember to charge my shirt as well. <laughs> and you charge the device. So, <laughs> but, you know, this is fascinating. Obviously, I, I could see athletes uh, really taking to this. Uh, what are some of the other applications? So, yeah, well, it has been used by uh, Olympic athletes and uh, NBA and NHL uh, players. Uh, people also use it for uh, health research. So that there's a lot of science going on with Exoskin. We have hundreds of researchers all around the world using these shirts to track people's health in uh, real-world settings. So not in the lab, but at home, at work, in places that matters. Pierre, do you ever see a, a time, because I'm a big sports fan, I, like, I would love to know that the data of Sidney Crosby's shirt while he's playing a game. Would, would, do you ever see a, a time where that data will be shared, especially in like sports? Uh, well, we, for us, privacy is very important. So... Uh, by default, everything is private, uh, but we do have some users that share the data online, either on Twitter or on Facebook. I don't think uh, I want people knowing how unhealthy I am. Yeah, but, but Mike, <laughs> imagine a professional athlete, someone like LeBron James, or yeah. like as a sports fan, if that's your favorite player, you would want to have that kind of access to that data of how much calories they burned in a game or something like that. Oh, you sports guys. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, uh, so and, at some point, it could be live on TV, you know. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's great stats. And Andy's dream come true. Um, so these are available f- to normal human beings now as well. I, can I go to a store and get these? That's right. So the same technology that used to be available only for Olympic athletes and, and pro uh, athletes is available now uh, on bestbuy.ca. So look up Hexoskin on bestbuy.ca and it's available today. And, and what's the price point on these things? So the, the shirts are 169 uh, and the the device that connects to the shirt is uh, 80. Okay, and you can use that device across a number of the different shirts. That's right. That's right. Very cool. The, c- the device is compatible with all our shirts, so uh, summer shirts and winter shirts. Uh, is there a website that people can find out more information about this? Yes, go on hexoskin.com. That's with an H. H-E-X-O-S-K-I-N.com. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. That was Pierre Alexandre Fournier. He is the CEO and founder of Hexoskin, wearable shirt technology that measures all sorts of vitals. I had a great idea while we were talking to him. He should make pajamas as well, smart pajamas, so that you can <laughs> you can measure your sleep when you well, go this, to sleep. Apparently, the shirt can't. Be well, this sleep. shirt can. I know, yeah. but he should like make specific ones just for like people who want to track their sleep. Not everybody is going to want to know that their heart rate is um, when, when they're out in the day, but at nighttime, everybody would love to know how they're sleeping and how they can improve their sleep. I don't know if you saw this, Andy. Facebook, they've uh, launched solar-powered drone, uh, codenamed uh, Aquila, uh, to bring internet access to uh, remote places. Yes, there's about 10% of the population globally that doesn't have internet access, and what Facebook's trying to do is create this this drone that's going to fly really high, like 90,000 feet up in the air, basically where weather doesn't affect it anymore, 
and it's going to help broadcast internet to remote areas. Using lasers. Using lasers. But what's interesting about this, I don't know if you know this, to get it up there, it doesn't, it doesn't have wheels, it doesn't take off. You have, you have to use helium balloons to bring it up into space, and then from there it has solar panels, and it can stay charged at, in the air for up to 90 days. I was talking to Jill Bennett this morning about this on her show. Uh, so great, it can get up there. It doesn't have landing gear. How does it come down? It doesn't. It just. But it, okay, but they say it can stay up there for three months. Yes, and then so yeah, that's a good point. then what? <laughs> Somehow it needs a, a recharge. What it does is it actually drops altitude yeah. during nighttime because there's no sun, and yeah. so it wants to conserve the power, and then it will come back up. But um, I don't know if you know this as well. It's part of their internet.org uh, ambition to to give internet to basically the entire world. It's it's a closed garden internet though. It's not like you can't just Google anything. You have limited sites like Facebook, Wikipedia. Facebook, funny enough. Yeah, funny <laughs> enough. You can have access to Facebook. Well, you know what? Uh, we're going to go open line now on Get Connected. Here's the phone numbers, and one of the callers is going to win a Roam Mobility SIM card with a three-day talk, text, and data plan. That's uh, good down in the U.S. for uh, any unlocked phone, so it can save you a truckload of money. 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance anywhere in North America, we want to hear from you as well. 1-877-399-9898. When we come back to your calls, you're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. Later on in the hour, we'll be uh, chatting with Christina on App of the Week. My favorite time, though, it's open line on Get Connected. The phone line, 604 280 9898. Anywhere in North America, 1-877-399-9898. We'll take any of your tech calls and questions, kind of like your on-air tech support, buying advice as well. going to jump here to Morley. How are you? Hey, guys. Not too bad. How are you doing? Good. I saw the tweet about Windows 10. Um, upgraded a couple of days ago. Did it overnight. Got up in the morning. Um, uh, loaded fine, etc. Three comments issues. Um, had to redo our home group. That took a little bit of work because we're not super tech savvy, but we got it done. Um, it, it, I guess the other, the laptops are using either 7 or 8, and uh, um, it just literally had to go back and start from scratch and, uh, you know, new password and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I use Outlook, um, and now when I uh, want to open something, it goes automatically to Edge. I typically use Chrome, so that's a change. I haven't figured out how to get around that one. And uh, we get the stupid Windows security alert little pop-up periodically. Well, a lot, actually, and I don't know where that's coming from. And, uh, well, you know, I, mean, I just have to kill it, but it, that's new, too. Um, other than that, um, you know, it's a little bit different. I haven't really looked at Edge too much. As I said, I, I, t- I tend to use Chrome. But yeah. um, things, too, you know, things seem to be humming along okay. But yeah. But overall, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it seems pretty good. I've read some reviews on it, and, uh, um, you know, as I said, they seem to have taken the best of 7 and 8 and forgot about 9, and now they got 10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but those are some uh, interesting things that you've run into. Um, I'm going to have to check those out uh, as well, the home groups. I never. Well, it's funny that he was mentioning, like, all these little tiny issues, because yep. as I did the upgrade, I was having these issues, so I'm going into different settings and everything is kind of new, and yeah. it's like it's like I feel like a little teenager can, yeah. again. But you can find the settings, at but least. I can find it, and I'm <laughs> I'm actually getting, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting how they did this and and that. Um, but yeah, there's going to be things that are are going to kind of annoy you, like notifications, and then you have to find out where you can disable that, and that's just part of getting to know the operating system. Yeah. yeah so he, I mean, 
little things like just you know where's the control panel now it's you know it's not where you used to find it yeah. uh, and uh you know the whole settings thing is uh is quite a different setup and it, it just takes as you say i mean you're a lot more capable than i but you know it just it's just a lot of messing around and, and trying things out i found it easier than windows 8 you know going from windows 7 to 8 i was really confused <laughs> so this yeah, one we've, I... got, we've got 8 on a surface and i haven't updated that yet uh the laptops that the other people use I guess I have seven. Yeah, um, one thing I found with the Surface, nice thing is that uh, when you have Windows 10 on there, uh, it'll actually ask you if you want like tablet mode or desktop mode. Well, it, it can tell when you dislodge the keyboard cover. Yeah. It'll right. say, we're going to go into tablet mode now. It understands that you want to use it as a tablet. I like that. Yes. Yeah, and that's, yeah. I that's, read that. Yeah, that sounds good. I just wish they did this back when they released Windows 8. Like they were trying to force you into that. To that ecosystem, but yeah. sometimes you're going to use a keyboard. So now you have the best yeah. of both worlds. I, I like that the desktop is front and center now, and mm-hmm. it knows if you want to go into tablet mode. Another feature I liked is that uh, you can also uh, make it work with your phone, whether you have a Windows phone, Android, or iPhone. There's like a, uh, a little menu in there that'll help get everything set up so that you can be in sync with everything, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, another thing that's new about it, they have what's called an action center, and that's kind of like the new control panel where you can go and change different kind of things. So it'll take a little while to get used to. I felt like a newbie yesterday. It was hilarious. Yeah. Like, but it's I'm, fun, right? But it is a little fun. Yeah. I felt like a like a 14-year-old guy playing uh, on his first computer again. going to jump here uh, to, is it, uh, I think we got Jimmy. Jimmy, are you there? Um, yes, I am. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Okay, I'm planning to buy a laptop. And I don't want to spend a lot on it. Yep. But um, where about the system or laptops going? Is, uh, is it worthwhile to buy a laptop or something else? What kind of stuff are you going to be doing? Oh, a lot of music. Yeah. A lot of, uh, you know, just reading that, you know, people. Yeah, you know what uh, might be, um, you know, kind of an all-around good choice for you? A lot of these laptops now are kind of, transforming laptops so they're a laptop but um you can also turn them into a tablet yep. as well you know especially a lot of the windows ones you know I, I really recommend heading down to like a london drugs and checking some of these out because you know you can get the best of both worlds i i, I really feel so uh you know you're talking that you're into music and what have you probably be nice to have a laptop to take advantage of all those features andy you're yeah like what you're talking about and it's a new form factor the convertibles so it can be a tablet when you need it to but it can also be a laptop I would check if you're looking for a good deal, good value for your for your money. Check out some of the Acer laptops out there. They have convertibles. HP as well has them. Um, they come in different price points. Anywhere you can pay anywhere from five hundred dollars to about twenty five hundred dollars, yeah. depending on what you want. It all comes down to what are you going to use it for. That'll tell you what kind of processor you need, what kind of RAM you need, and also do you need a tablet and a laptop in one. So, uh, yeah, head down to a London Drugs and t- take a look at the different types of tablets out there and laptops and the convertibles especially that can do both. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we will take more of your calls. 604-280-9898. Don't forget, one lucky caller today will win a Rome Mobility Sim with three days talk, text, and data. So fantastic for anyone going down to the U.S. with an unlocked smartphone. Uh, this will save you a truckload of money and Give you peace of mind. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Mike and Annie. We're open line here on Get Connected, taking your tech calls and questions. Phone boards are lit up here. We're giving away a Roam Mobility uh, talk, text, and data SIM card. Three-day plan on that if you're traveling down to the U.S. 
Definitely something you want for your unlocked smartphone. It'll save you a truckload of money. Going to give one away by the end of the show. See if I can get uh, Mike here. You're on on the air. Uh, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, Mike? Not bad. So uh, the last gentleman was having troubles with his uh, settings for the Windows 10. Yeah. If he goes into his control panel, there's the, the default settings for Windows will automatically go to their operating systems they want you to use. But you can go in there and select which ones you want to choose ah. off the control panel. So there is, you can switch it over back over to his Outlook, his Chrome, Firefox, whatever, whatever listening music music he likes to use, or whatever video player. Like you can change all those settings in that. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, you know, I guess change is always uh, <laughs> troubling. It, uh, the but funny uh, part is that's been there for. It was there for Windows Seven. Yeah. Back in Vista. So I mean, it is still there. Just people just it's. Probably moved a little bit. <laughs> Got to go in and find it. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, thanks for the call, Mike. We're going to take some more calls here. 604-280-9898. Going to jump here to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I'm embarrassed to ask this question. <laughs> no, don't be embarrassed. <laughs> um, on my computer at home, my desktop computer, I have Windows 8. Yeah. And I've, I, I've been ignoring the prompts to update to Windows 10. Yeah. I just want to see what happens with everyone else first. <laughs> but my main question is, my husband and I, were not computer people at all. We had my computer loaded at Future Shop and paid and had um, Word and Excel put in. Yeah. And when I upgrade, if I upgrade to Windows 10, am I going to lose that? No. no. No, you won't. Um, have, have you been using Windows long? Is Windows 8 the first time you use Windows? Uh, no, I used to use the other stuff, and okay. it was a big switch, but yeah. I actually quite like Windows 8. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> eventually, one day in the the future, could be tomorrow or the distant future, you'll probably be upgrading to Windows 10. It'll be the last operating system. That's what Microsoft is saying. They're just going to keep updating it uh, for free, essentially. Um, but there's a lot to like in Windows 10. You know, it has that old desktop but it has a lot of kind of Windows 8 features as well. And she also mentioned she wasn't very tech-savvy. Yeah. Um, as long as you can get that, that download and, and find the where you have to, to upgrade to Windows 10, the installation is actually really, really easy. I was just, we were talking about it over the break. Yeah. It's seamless. Um, it takes a little bit of time, but it does everything. And there's an Express setting it asks you if you want to connect and install through Express. I definitely recommend that. And it, it'll be seamless. And everything that you've had, all those programs should still work. Yeah, especially like Microsoft Office stuff. Exactly. But Windows and Microsoft is trying to entice people to use Microsoft Office 365, their cloud-based one, which allows you to use Office on multiple devices. But there still will be a standalone Office available, except that one will only work on one device. So right now, I think you should be okay. And um, if you do have Windows 8, Upgrade to Windows 10. I think you'll like it because it has the best of both worlds of Windows 7 and Windows 8. And jump here to Bob. Hey, Bob. Hello. Hi, how are you? Oh, just fine, thanks. What I just we... wanted to ask you, do you know anything about this uh, Kodi um, MX TV box? Uh, Kodi, uh, yeah, sorry, it's, is it like a little computer? Yeah, it's uh, sort of, yeah. 
Yeah, so Kodi, uh, spelt K-O-D-I, is a uh, home media center software platform, and it actually can run on a number of different types of devices. So you could actually run it on like a like a Mac computer or a, a Windows PC. Uh, we even have it running on these little Raspberry Pi computers you can buy for 50 bucks. And I know there's some people that are putting together little boxes that have it built in. Uh, I love it. I use it on my home home television. Uh, so it accesses all my content, my music, my videos, photos, and stuff. Um, but it can also, you can set up internet channels as well, which is kind of cool. Yes, uh, Cody has changed my life. Um, I have two Raspberry Pis. I just bought a third one. Basically, every room in my house has to have <laughs> Cody on it. Uh, it's really cool. You use it as a, as a media server. So all yeah. of the content that you have on your servers, you're using that to access it. What I use it for is to stream different kinds of channels. You can get add-ons on Cody to watch even like YouTube. Yeah. And you're talking about a computer that costs $50, a Raspberry Pi 2. And uh, it's it makes a great little streaming device. So you can turn that little box into a streaming player, like a Roku kind of, except you're getting content that you normally would have looked at on a laptop, and it will make it easy to to enjoy content, streaming it, or use it as a media server like you're doing. Yeah, my, my one uh, caveat, Bob, is that, you know, unlike an Apple TV box, for example, there's a bit of a learning curve on this thing. Uh, there's like a lot of settings on it. I mean, yeah. you can go into like an easy mode to advanced mode, but still it is a little fidgety. Um, I'd still recommend it because it's a lot of fun. There's like so much fun stuff you can do with it and, uh, you know, don't be afraid to make mistakes because you can just start all over again, yeah. essentially. And if you're really kind of like, you like geeky things like that, like like we do, uh, YouTube's a great resource as well. If you have any issues, there's a lot of videos on there and people are showing uh, how to use Kodi and different types of add-ons you can put onto it because it's a, it's a, the, the possibilities are endless with it. So if you want like something super easy, uh, I would look at an Apple TV or one of these Roku boxes. Uh, if you're not afraid to, you know, get in there and tinker around a bit, because you you will be tinkering, trust mm-hmm. me. Uh, then it is a lot of fun. I I love it, and it's changed the way I watch TV in my home. We're gonna have to take another break when we come back. Another couple calls and app of the week with Christina. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this, you're back with Get Connected. Mike and Annie here still are going to take a, another call and then app of the week. Going to jump here to Linda. How are you doing, Linda? I'm doing great. Thank you. What can we do uh, for you? I'm confused about security. I'm If I'm scanning with Microsoft Security Essentials, yeah. do I need something else? And if I do, why? And and it, are the free ones okay if that's a, a fact? Fantastic. Oh. Yeah, Good. great question. Annie? Uh, Microsoft Security Centrals is actually pretty good. Yeah. It does a really good job. If, uh, if, if viruses are still coming through or you're having issues with your computer and you don't think it's protecting you, the other one I would recommend that's also free is AVG. They have a great suite. They actually make antivirus now, I don't know if you know this, for tablets and um, smartphones yeah. as well. They also have another free service called Privacy Protect. And if you ever have issues about social media and your privacy settings on Facebook and all the other social media accounts... It gives you this easy dashboard to, to manage all of it, and, uh, and it's free as well. So other than Microsoft Security Essentials, if, if that's working, you don't have any issues, uh, I would check AVG. They have a free version that uh, 
fabulous. But fantastic that you do have Microsoft Security Essentials working on there. That's a great first line of defense. And you know what? Uh, it doesn't hurt to have some of these other ones like AVG. Yes, on but the- always make sure you do the updates because yeah. they, they're always constantly getting new updates for um, their security because it's a cat and mouse chase online. Yeah. And they're updating it and you want to make sure you have the latest updates to get the best security. Like as I said, we're giving away a uh, Romobility SIM that uh, has a three-day talk, text, and data plan. We're going to give away two today. Uh, Morley, who first caller in today, uh, congratulations. And Linda, hang on the line there or phone back, and uh, we'll get you uh, hooked up uh, as well. Well, it's that time of the uh, week, as we do every uh, program, App of the Week uh, with uh, Christina. Christina, what do we got uh, this week? Uh, we have the first aid app from the Red Cross. First aid app? Yeah. This actually sounds useful. It is really useful. Maybe not uh, as razworthy as last week's <laughs> app. Thanks for that, Mike. You went you went safer this time. So uh, first aid app. So what kind of stuff is in it? Uh, so it actually has a few different tabs. So you can just learn about different uh, different medical emergencies and how to handle them and recognize them and things like that. There is actually an emergency tab that will give you step-by-step instructions if you find yourself in an emergency, like someone is unconscious and needs CPR, it will actually tell you what to do in that situation. There's also some quizzes on there if you've um, taken a first aid class before and just want a refresher, there's some of that on there as well. And they have a preparedness tab as well um, to prepare you for natural disasters and medical emergencies and things like that. This actually sounds kind of cool. This is like yeah. actually an app that everyone should have on their phone. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, what different uh, devices is it available for? Uh, it's available on Android and iPhone. Yeah. And free? Yeah, of course. I don't think the Canadian Red Cross is going to look to profit from that <laughs> one. I think they'd like everyone to have these tools at their disposal. So pretty well, most medical emergencies uh, from a first aid standpoint, you can get some information and it'll help walk through that? Yeah, for sure. And actually, they had some information, uh, I guess, when they released this app a couple of years ago in their press release. They had done a study in 2013, um, and in the poll, 40% uh, of respondents had been in a medical emergency. Um, and then they also found that only 50% of Canadians felt prepared to handle a medical re- emergency. Yeah, I, I've got to be honest. I'm, I've done like CPR training stuff. Like I can't even remember when. It was like years and years ago. But I don't feel like I'm 100% you know, up to speed on all the different things that I you know, need to do on that. So obviously something like this here would uh, help uh, get me back up to speed. Yeah, you can back get back up to speed. But even if you don't have any knowledge at all, uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty um, clear instructions on what to do. But the one thing to remember is that if you are in one of those emergencies, this is meant to be the first line of defense, you still need to get a, you know, get to a medical professional or call 911 or whatever the case may be, depending on the emergency. Great advice. And obviously, everyone should have this on, especially your kids as well kids and teenagers. Yeah, and you know, parents with kids, you never know when when something's going to go wrong there. Kids fall, you know, oh my, cut yeah, themselves, kids, burns, sure. all sorts of things. Especially in the summertime with all the different ac- activities. Well, thank yeah. you very much. And that's available uh, Google and uh, iPhone. And iPhone. That's very right. Really cool. Andy, uh, we still have some great contests going. 
Yes, this week we're going to give away the Mino Shoe Life Tracker. This is a, a cool little device you put under your soles. And what it does is it tracks the compression on your soles to tell you when you need to change your shoes, when they've basically worn out. All you got to do is go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. We also have last week's contest. It's a big one. A one-year subscription to Adobe Creative Cloud 2015. You get the entire Adobe suite, including Photoshop, Premiere, After Effects, InDesign, and more. Just go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. I've got like the mic shoe tracker. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Well, it's kind of old school. Is water getting into your shoes? Or does it hurt when you walk in your shoes? Or is there a hole in your shoes? Is there a hole in your shoes? You need new shoes. <laughs> but I guess this is the, the new tech way. Yes, exactly. I want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together. Of course, Annie Brar, my co-host and producer, Christina Stoyanova for App of the Week and all the other things she helps out with, and Kenji on the controls and all the other Get Connected folks back at the office. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you again next week.